Welcome everybody to the BNN Podcast or the BJNN Podcast with your host DJ BJ and the Anime Prophet. Uh, today, well, today we're going to be talking about a bit of anime and manga news from Japan. Uh, but before we do that, how are you, John? Uh, DJ BJ, that's your name now. I don't know why you call me the the, the blowjob blowjob guy, but you know, I guess I've sucked. It's John, it's I've kind of John. Under John, okay. <sighs> oh, I guess. Anyways, I, I'm I'm good. I've been uh, mostly uh, dealing with work, uh, dealing with you know uh, the cold weather. I, I got a bit of flu. It's it's not the coronavirus. It's, it's just flu. So coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I'm 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 alright. For your dinner, bring those Ghanaian fucking dancers for you, man. Just how much love we have for you. We'll make sure uh, that dancers just, you know. Nah, that, that wouldn't happen. You, you, you probably make people at the funeral get distracted. They'll, they'll forget about me. They'll probably smash. <laughs> uh, true that. Yeah, but, uh, otherwise, okay. I, but otherwise, I'm, I'm good. Just... Um, yeah, it's just been work, working on side projects, a bit of screenwriting, and uh, yeah, and also some personal life missions like uh, getting a girl during this entire chaotic pandemic. Woohoo! You got a girlfriend. Good for you, man. DJBJ now has a Mrs. DJBJ in the house. You should invite her to the party. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know maybe may, maybe later, but I think we're too degenerate for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, true. So, and, so and, I want to do something a bit. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, well, for starters, uh, I wanted to make this more of uh, you know, always talking about our, you know the latest anime, the trends, and all that stuff. So I wanted to you know to dive you know deeper into the rabbit hole, as, as, as they call it. Talk about the industry as a, as a, as a whole, like uh, uh, the, the particularly the manga industry. Uh, we oh, might have oh, touch on the animation industry, but uh, what were you about to say? No, no, I was like, oh, right, cool. We can we can talk about how the, the sausage is made. I mean, although we're not really professional animators, uh, we have like I guess you have done a bit of your research, and I have done mine. All I know is that. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I guess the Doga or the most of the, the junior animators, or I don't know which tier, but most of them don't really get paid that much, and they live with their parents, and it's it's kind of demoralizing because some of them are actually really good, well, well better than me. I can't animate for shit. I'm, I'm good at other things, but uh, no. Maybe motion graphics. I, I can pull that off. But actual two D animation, drawing characters frame by frame. Yeah, that's. But it's just sad that you know people at that skill level are actually not being paid. And it's yeah, it's Japan for you. That's <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> so, uh, since you were talking about the animation industry, uh, let let me just. Uh... Uh, give you a few updates about the anime industry as in general. Uh, I'm not so sure uh, uh, what uh, uh, what was happening. Then I, I read an article like a few days ago about uh, the anime 
Uh, people think you know, it's doing well and stuff like that, but then, um, in actual fact, that you know, most of the animation companies is actually in the red, uh, and that you know, things haven't actually changed, even though there's been much more international, uh, you know, Western influence, like you know, with the rise of Netflix and Amazon and stuff like that. The money is not actually trickling down to the local animators, it's still being handled by, uh, production houses in those communities and it's isn't, not like isn't that because of like well. isn't that because of the the business model of for like anime isn't because oh, yeah. the business model isn't the business model the issue because like generally like it doesn't matter how popular something is if the way that thing makes money isn't like properly sorted then the company or whatever it is will fail it's the same with like what happened to vine Vine had like a lot of popular influences, but the company like wasn't really making money and had to like close down. But well, obviously the influences moved on to other platforms like YouTube and you know Instagram or, or where, wherever they went or Snapchat. But it's more like they, well, in in the case of Vine, the actual people who were attracting people benefited, but the actual company didn't make any money from it. So. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's something to do with the business model, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, we can continue. Because, yeah, uh, um, like what you said about the, the, the model is, is, is one half of the problem. Because most of the stuff, like, you know, how it is when anime gets popular, it's not like, so then jump produces the thing. But, you know, usually the advertisement companies that, you know, let's say, let's say the attack on Titan is popular. And they, you know, they, a bunch of other different uh, companies come together. So they, what they call is uh, risk management. All these companies come together. Yeah, let's just say this animation will take, uh, will cost about uh, $2 million uh, for the standard 12 episodes, right? Yeah. Uh, they come together. Then let's just say... Wait, wait did you say like $2 million for all the 12 episodes or $2 million for one episode? $2 million for the 12 episodes. Okay, cool. Okay. No, no, this is not like this is not like American stuff where you know where an episode of Simpsons one million per episode, which is like crazy. Like in Japan, usually a full episode you can get a full animation done for about one hundred fifty thousand two hundred, depending on the animation and you know and the teams and stuff like that. Yeah. So usually, just four different companies come together and they work on the animation, so they, they share the risk of you know of of, uh, of the thing so that one company doesn't avoid taking the hit let's just say the animation uh doesn't do well so yeah. uh what's happening what's happening now since because of this model and stuff like that uh most of the stuff most of the money goes you know most of the profits actually go to if it does well then most of the profits go to one so, uh original creator secondly the the company the publishing house uh, then the advertisements and stuff like that. So there's no room for, you know, for for the animators to get a lot of money out of that. So they're just giving them that standard speed, the overworks and and yeah, it's it's kind of really sad that you know that, you know, animators and you know and animators are not really the pushy kind of people because, you know, the writers are union, actors are union, but then the animators, they are very meek and humble people. So they don't really have these uh, the benefit of these unions. So they don't, you know, uh, I could be wrong, uh, or I could be missing a few things, but then 
this is just a small gist of of uh, the animation, how the animation is told. So I'm um, forgetting what, uh, what who who has been this interview, but then to ask if uh, Western influences improving the life of anime. But then it turns out that if they happen, because you know most animation companies are in the red because they're not really turning that much of a profit. Because you know certain things that you may think they're popular uh, end up not being as popular as, as before, so they end up tanking or let's just say the you know, week on week ratings like keeping like declining so the first three episodes have high ratings and then towards the end it just, you know, flattens out. So usually that's why you see most of these days you have like cross episode anime that will never probably get a season to ever in a collection. Unless there's some cash iron weeb otaku from America or from Africa or from wherever to just comes and says that you know what, I want to spend a hundred million dollars and but you know you know, life doesn't work like that. So the life of animators hasn't really changed, but then the work is actually increased as well because you know Netflix have like a tight, tight deadline. So then they're just telling these guys produce, 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 produce. But then you know the work is now harder and faster because they have to you know because you know Netflix does you know uses everything in one go. So the work is now harder and and then yet the pay is still low. So that's actually kind of a, a kind of a downer in terms of the animation. And people are actually blaming Isekai for it. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, they're blaming Isekai anime for for being a. Well, they say that because oversaturated because they're saying that Isekai has just been you know mass produced one after the other, one after the other. But then yeah, I so kind of I, I, why they say are they blaming Isekai for the for the fact that it's uh, mass producing low quality anime. Is that the issue? Kind of, or oh, that's what the, the, the other, you know, the, the weed that thing. He's just saying that there's a kind of, but then he's actually so, underestimating how popular the genre of is in Japan. I'm pretty sure it is. Like, don't, don't they have like a, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if something like Isekai is popular in Japan because, okay, I'm, this is just me thinking, you know, hypothetically speaking, I've never been to Japan. I cannot say I can, uh, actually think or understand the issues that Japanese people deal with, you know, because they have their own government, they have their own laws, etc. But generally, from what I know is that they have like a really intense, um, strict culture, when it, like working culture, because like mostly people are at work and pretty much when you're not working, like your coworkers become like family or something like that. Your boss is like your, yes, like the father of the of the company, or or rather, father of the family, and you spend most of your time there. So, I'm pretty sure like they work from like way early and finish like like late in the evening. So, I'm guessing oh, yeah. like a really intense work culture. Like I don't think it's everywhere. I've I've watched like some documentaries, especially one about this guy who, who does game design at Capcom the dude actually finishes at 6 I was like hmm well maybe when it's a normal day I'm, I'm pretty sure that doesn't apply to you when they have crunch time so they need to ship a game and they have like a deadline and you know everyone's on deck and they're clocking all nighters finishing at 2am or 3am but for the most part I've seen that uh, yeah the employees finish late they don't really have like much time to just you know fool around it's like work 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 come back late sleep rinse and repeat 
maybe on weekends they have free time. So I'm guessing like something like Yusuke. Like I'm pretty sure you'd love something like that. An escapist thing, because I'm pretty sure for people who are not in that country, they wouldn't really get the value or understand the impact of like, a particular genre because I don't know. I'm just thinking if I had if that was my lifestyle where I just grind, finish at 10 or 11 in the evening, uh, maybe I get to, to do things with my life. I don't know. Maybe maybe after a while I'll become, you know how it is for like work stress. It can't get hard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Things again. <laughs> that time when I go and drink on it big dick that doesn't get flaccid or something like that <laughs> dude why are you such an asshole like yeah that's the, that love my escapism like yeah it's in this imaginary world <laughs> i'm on top <laughs> and never run out of juice no which is funny because uh there's actually an isekai about exactly what you're explaining oh. it was one of the early ones called uh just just much it's about a programmer. It's, it's you know the first episode about this programmer guy who's working on a game about a deadline. And, you know he's sleeping in the office. He's, you know you can just tell that this guy you know the people the company is overworked and it was really showing that that you know the culture of how these guys are overworked and stuff like that. And then he, he dies in his sleep you know as a condition of people okay? and it gets reincarnated into a different world. But they you know he's still what what i like most about this about this anime is he still keeps although he's now like you know young like 15 years old and stuff like that he still has uh, the personality of uh of an adult of, of him being 30 years old so you know he's like a kid but then he acts like an adult so it kind of makes sense unlike you know this other piece uh, that i watch called uh the eighth son where the guy is an adult and you know he's a proper thinking adult and then he gets isekai into a world he forgets everything that is about him being an adult and then you know and he acts like a kid i'm just like what the fuck is happening it's not like he lost his memory or anything it's like he just forgot that he was an adult and he started acting like a kid and just to me it just did not make sense although i do like the anime it just felt like you know it just didn't have that touch of 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 reasoning why this guy's an adult or reason why protagonist is this game but then the other one that I was talking before, like the reason why he's this dense is because of, uh, you know, he's 15 years old, although and this other chick was also 15, like him, but, you know, inside he's an adult, so he can't really be with a 15 year old, but, you know, he's getting those weird vibes. And then these other slave girls that he saved, you know, he can't really, you know, bang them because, you know, he feels like, you know, like what you're saying, he's the head of the family and these are all like his children. So it kind of feels wrong for him to, Oh, if he was if he was African, huh, bruh, this guy would be all these chicks would be pregnant. But then you know, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know Japanese people are, are intimate now. They've got a bit of honor to them. As guys this side, we we just fuck everything that that works. You know, if he's got two legs, we're fucking. Uh, okay, man. I mean, any, I mean, right now we're in the Black Lives movement, so we should like giving like a, a positive portrayal of of African men. <laughs> So <laughs> no 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 let's not get fooled like that's an American problem like you know so I'm yeah, really yeah. lost like for that you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. putting it as it is you know you know us niggas like to fuck things like yeah. if anything if if anything if it's not tied down anything we're going to fuck it 
yeah I, I get you as far as uh, okay, I don't know like like again when it comes to this whole isekai I'm not, I'm not really much of a fan like the only isekai anime I'm really a fan of is RE0 which I'm currently watching I think um, I've seen the first two episodes for season two I haven't seen episode three but that's the only thing I've been looking forward to watching but I don't know I don't think that's really a reasonable excuse to think that isekai is ruining it I mean maybe it's become oversaturated and it's popular but I, I don't know you just feed people what they want I mean if Japanese people like escapist entertainment about them like dying and leaving the world then, you know let them consume it okay uh, I pulled out the article it says that the management at one animation production company that provides anime to Netflix commented if anime is a hit it's it's a win for Netflix but if it's a loss it's our loss as a production company the reason for this is because under Netflix license deals the streaming rights are watched up outright and the production company does not receive any royalties no matter how many views the anime gets so that's one of the problems that they're having since Netflix kind of like it's everything they don't have like a streaming so whatever even if you know the anime is a hit the animation company would have gotten it's million or five million for for the production of that anime and the property now belongs to the animator i mean to the netflix and the originator mm, i see but i have a feeling okay what's it called um remember there's powerhouse studios right the, the one that did uh um castlevania yeah yeah it's mostly an american team that's doing well kind of looking well, it's, it's more Western looking than it is Japanese looking, but it's kind of like, you know, mimicking anime. But I feel like most likely, if, if I'm being honest, if we were to compare their rates, uh, I mean, it's because they live in the West or like, you know, in a Western country, like the America. So most likely yeah. the amount they make is way more than most of the guys. And I'm being honest. Uh Probably that's what, what they do because I'm actually seeing what powerhouse studios have actually made Castlevania. Maybe it's weird. I could say it is one shot kind of anime. It's a small mm. world, any dagger, motion comic, Castlevania, okay, KOLX Heroes. Uh, it's quite a lot of animation to me. So, yeah, it's an American thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah I'm pretty sure they make more like generally probably it, or what if they could you know it could be an American company but they could outsource most of their stuff to other countries yeah I've heard that uh, they have a better deal for that um which interview okay so there's this animator called Henry Thalo I'm pretty sure you know him because uh, yeah. I think is it the what's the name of that studio that your your brother mentioned I wanted to partner with uh, Afro Tokyo. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, that one. I'm forgetting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. But anyways, like one of the guys, Henry Talo, like uh, the dude, the white dude, like the American guy who worked on One Piece and like he's done like a lot of uh, animations for Studio Pirate and EDC, like. Um, yeah, he, he mentioned uh, like before he made the transition from 
uh, working like at American Animation to now working at Japan. He was awake, like making a lot more money, like making animation he wasn't proud of. But now that he's making animation he's proud of is, you know, he barely make ends meet. Uh, I don't know how far true that is now. Um, because like usually the assumption is, you know, just because you're in a company doesn't mean that you're pretty much doing well. Like, hey, I worked on Ghost in the yeah, Shell. Yeah. I worked on One Piece. Does it mean that I'm gonna be being? Well, all I know is that. Uh, okay, what did he say? I think the is it toy is it toy animation or is it? Uh, I'm forgetting, but I think there's one studio in Japan that pays the most. I think the one that does Dragon Ball Super. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, like they get paid the most. At least they're well taken care of. I don't know what their definition of well paid is, but yeah. Uh, that's true. So yeah, well, that was that was just a bit of of, of the of, of what's happening in the in the in the anime industry, which, yeah. which is you know kind of kind of sad. But like what you said, that you know maybe like maybe the the weeds are getting it wrong, saying that you know oversaturated of the thing because you know if it's still good and if it's getting produced, I doubt. You know, but then I think the ones that are working at production companies in the sense that, you know, uh, you know, mo- many of these things are just popular in Japan. Most of them are not really too much a big hit in the West. Like, you know, Western stuff that's, you know, that they had to use to things like My Hero Academia is like, it's not the new Naruto of, 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 this, of this generation, which kind of makes sense because if you really look at, you know, American stuff like, all the anime that have been a hit in the States, like, uh, you know, cult classics, they've always had some sort of, I, I wouldn't know, I, I wouldn't know much about the future, but then my academia, you know, America has got the roots in culture and, and, and superheroes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's... It, I, I guess maybe more... There was once a constant phase in, in America, so it kind of caught on. So, uh... Yeah, and yeah, I, I could say that, you know, what do you call it? Uh, it's very, very, like, because what I mean by when an anime is like a, a huge success, I'm talking about having, having that, you know, you know, those classics where you have the memes, you have the, the, the black memes going all out and stuff like that. And currently, all I'm seeing is My Hero Academia, Naruto, and Dragon Ball. Those are the three big, you know, uh, things that I can say are big uh, with them. Yeah, don't uh, forget uh, Attack on Titan. American stuff like that. Oh yes, Attack on. Oh, I'm forgetting about Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is another one. I, I keep forgetting about that one. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I guess so. I'm guessing for the bulk of this episode, we'll be talking shop industry stuff. I mean, indus- in, in, about an industry. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That you know, we just observe and get secondary information from. Oh, yeah. and no oh yeah because okay. oh, yeah, yeah it's more like that you know getting the information being you know research seeing what the industry because you know none of us are in japan and in the news that comes out is always in japanese and we have to either go to google translate to, to catch up with it or get a british version from anime news network or 
what are the all the other sites or favorite YouTubers and stuff like that. I particularly like getting information from a lot of sources so that I can come up with one good uh, congruent uh, set of information rather than just following this guy or this site or this site because you know some of these sites may lead me astray. So I like to have an open mind so I can come up with my own conclusion. Yeah, cool. Any more articles that you... Uh, well, we could talk about uh, Stone and Jump. All right, cool. So I'm guessing, I remember you stated that you wanted to talk about the, the state of Stone and Jump. Um, well, as for oh, yeah. uh, the fact that a lot of their titles are, you know, uh, ending... And the only titles that are staying are the long-running ones, and yeah, One Piece. Um, yeah, that that bastard that won't end. <laughs> so yeah, so this year, if, or you know, the past two years, a lot of anime have ended, or oh, not anime, manga been ending. So so far, I think uh, I think last year, I think uh, Food War Food War just ended last year. And then this year, Demon Slayer ended. Uh, Promise Neverland ended. Uh, Haiku also ended. So that's four major titles that have kind of ended within Shonen Jump. And I think they have got about around 20, 20 titles which are in circulation on that weekly Shonen Jump uh, thing. But these were like four of the most popular ones. So yeah, wasn't uh, most of these uh, things, like, wasn't wasn't Food Wars losing like momentum? Because I remember, okay, like, I I think I stopped reading it around the 230s. And I, because, like, after a while, when you continue reading weekly, when you get, like, a num- like you know, a lot of those filler chapters, you know, you kind of get detracted. And then you stop, like, reading. So then weeks pass by, and before you know it, the manga's over. But I, I've heard like a lot of people saying that uh, it, I mean, it did like a nosedive. Like, I think when, uh, what's her name? Arena. That's her name, right? The the daughter of the the boss chef. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah, the arena. Uh, so when her, yeah. her dad shows up and they try to like get the other chefs like expelled. On the school etc um yeah like when that whole entire drama like happens i think the story as it progresses it like goes into like a meltdown and like a lot of people lost interest i think that's part of the reason why it was getting cancelled i don't know how badly it was selling or how badly it was doing in the what's it called uh what's it called that that thing where people like, the readers send like uh, votes. The reader poll, right? Oh no, it was it. Yeah, it 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 was it wasn't doing too bad. It was actually it was doing well. Oh. I can't say it was it was being the best, but it, it was actually there. Like it was actually because I could say it wasn't part of the top top ones, but then it was it was it was it was there. But then like like what you're saying, uh, uh, people did have or the readers did have an issue with after because you know. After the season when the, uh, uh, Irina's dad kind of uh, 
came back and they and they finished all that thing. And uh, you know, the Ben Soma became like the number one chef and stuff like that. You know, that kind of felt like the end of food wars. Like if if you said that food wars ended like that, people would be contempt like and stuff like that. But then the later seasons it's not that it's not like too bad, but then more like, you know, there is no real threat. I think uh, what happens in the later uh, chapters is like they now go into that uh, competition called the Blue, that international competition where the dad kind of the one that dad fails to compete in because he was suffering from fatigue and stuff like that, cooking fatigue. So I think that's that's the one that, and then I think the main villain of of this of that arc is uh, Arena's mom. Oh, Arena's mom. Get to see the mother. So. Yeah, she is, is, is okay. I know it's gonna sound pretty uh, perverse, but is she <coughs> she like uh, you know uh, you know super attractive and, and packing heat? Yes, probably. Yes, this this is this food was like this is an. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just asking because like you know you know how that dude draws women, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, like uh, I mean, him and 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 Boy, okay, Boichi is at the extremes because like, like the women he draws, like the only urge you get is just to to re- like reproduce and to pass on your genes. It's like it's literally <laughs> like your base animal instincts. Like this is um, a female with uh, attractive characteristics. I am a male who wishes to pass on these ca- like attractive characteristics to my seed so let me mate and have offspring that has these carry like positive characteristics so uh, but i'm just saying <laughs> the way the way that uh the food was guy like they, they really uh, like they, of course they they're busty and all but they're also very cute so uh, you know yeah it's weird I'm, 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 she, she, she's okay but mm. then she's got like she looks like a, she looks more like a villain like I can I can actually tell why she looks like this because, or why she acts like this because the mom looks mm. like a villain the dad looks like a villain so I'm just like damn uh, mm, doesn't does, doesn't the dad look like a like a posh no what, what's up with the villains being posh like is royalty supposed to be like a bunch of snobby bastards <laughs> but yeah but yeah I, I, I don't know but I don't know I guess food was. But in the manga, but in the manga, and like after the time skip, like she just becomes like super, super busty, like really busty. I'm just like, damn, like you're just 20 years old, but you look like some. Uh, which, which, who can I? Which point I look back on? I just don't know Ponsa's name, but you know, whatever Ponsa that, that's out there that has big tits, you know, she looks like that, like just like if if. A person like this existed in the real world, mm. like you just be like, damn. Yeah, so it's 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 insane. I mean, yeah, I guess you need the fan service. You need these uh, uh, sexually repressed Japanese men to be like, oh, ooh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they flip uh, the that's, that's, Yeah, that's true. Okay. So yeah, mm. so th- there was food wars that ended, mm. and then there was uh, I'm I'm forgetting some, but then then there was uh, black uh, what's what not black uh, demon slayer that recently ended. You know, 
mm-hmm. a cult phenomenon that's just you know doing well in, in manga stuff like you know the basis of the story is like very nice and simple to understand like not overly complex and it's just just a good Korean story from A to Z you know it doesn't side shy I think that's why people like it because it's a story that goes straight to the point yeah, uh, yeah it, unlike it, it, you know these other ones that just it like just, Demon Slayer had real stakes like in the story okay because like um it is pretty much following the typical um shonen formula but it's like getting straight to the point it doesn't waste time i think uh i'm, I'm gonna butcher her name kotuga i'm not even gonna try, uh, try. It's, it's gonna be bad but like the the female artist um i think uh yeah her and who knows because like you know manga is a collaborative thing so you never know. Maybe it's the, it was the assistant who was saying, "No, nah, I'm tired of reading the same old bullcrap in manga. You know, you, you should make sure that when you when you write or when you come up with these manuscripts, just just go straight to the point. Just like yes, yes, editor, uh, I'll, I'll listen to you. You know, maybe that that was the case. You know, but you know, I'm just yeah. I'm just thinking. You know, you never know. You never know what happens behind the closet. You know, how the sausage is made. Yeah. But uh, yeah, genuinely, <laughs> the 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 state real stakes like Demon Slayer felt like a good version of Bleach, uh, like you know a proper version of Bleach. You know, like so there are real stakes. You actually do fear for like the characters and some of your favorite characters dying, and and also like the character designs and even like to, like you know I, I think um, Kobayashi right? Uh, is it Ko? Damn. Any, any to just remember this name, but uh, I think it was Yoru, Yorichi's uh, brother, uh, the one we envied him because, like, he knew how to uh, see things through the sixth sense. Like, you know, he could see people's like natural yeah. and how they breathe. Did you see? Then came out that breathing technique. Um, that battle. Oh yeah, with the the three Hashiras. That was that was freaking. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how it's gonna be in anime format, but like reading that, the way like she paneled everything, the way everything was drawn, like there was it, it was hype. That was like, that was like like watching like a like an like a hype anime, but like reading it through through manga. So I, I genuinely feel like yeah, Demon Slayer deserves all the praise that it got. It is, I wouldn't say it's an misfortunate that it ended. I think it's good. Maybe she can then come up with something new, and she can how to do herself, or maybe she'll just crash and burn and make a turd like what uh, Akira Toriyama did with uh, well, what's that manga that he did? The one about the, the samurai, Samurai Seven, Samurai something. What's it called? Which one is that one? Okay, let me let me just Google a samurai manga by Kichimoto. It's called Samurai Eight: The Tale of Hachimaru. Ah, huh. uh, yeah. Wait, you, you know about it, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I you know it got cancelled, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't doing well, and it got destroyed. Like, literally, got cancelled. So yeah, no, no one is. Uh, Okay, he was writing the story. He wasn't actually drawing it. 
but you know uh, same guy who came up with naruto i mean of course naruto's writing was not going down the shit towards the end like especially with aspo's like yeah with the, with, with the kaguya with the alien you know, <laughs> And making us like because like, it was uh, I, I remember like the a similar complaint was made concerning Ad- Avengers uh, Endgame because like the Thanos that that they needed died and even though the Thanos from the other universe is still Thanos it wasn't the Thanos who you know who snapped uh, the gauntlet the first time but you know but that's like comparing like a ripe fruit to like, a, a rotten carcass and in this case Naruto would be the rotten carcass because you know Kage was just an asshole. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah like you know the, the part of the alien just really got me to be like wow but then you mm-hmm. know it is what it is uh, which is which also goes with me that uh, takes me back to the food world like how like the reason why I like it is because it's essence of what a shonen manga should be like everything about it is it's, it's 100% shonen and it's a standard kind of formula for, for shonen manga like when you watch it you know it's got all the elements of shonen like you get the high stuff you know a shonen uh, main character uh, you know good rivalries and stuff like that everything about it is you know it's, it's shonen to the letter so that's why you know I won't have anything bad to say about food wars I'll give it a solid you know, seven point five out of ten or eight out of ten. It's like it's 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 good the way it is. You know, you know, it's one of those ones where you don't have to overly think. Where the world is not about to blow up and stuff like that. It's just a, a good show about cooking and making the best and making food all gases. Like that's messed up, but then that that is that that is good. Like you know, that's some good show that. Yeah, yeah, no food so good you wanna fuck. That, that should be like the message. <laughs> yeah. And then the other anime, the other one that's going, well, that was that finished was uh, Promised Neverland. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, oh, the the author did say it was going to end soon. Yeah, but then you know it's it's one of those things they, uh, <coughs> like what I like you know it goes back to the word I'm talking about like you know. So many of their, their titles have just been uh, going down, and the ones that you know that haven't, uh, uh, you know, are not, are not there. Like you know, One Piece, you know, is in there, and, and I believe that One Piece is now. What can I say? Now, now getting towards its climax with uh, what's been happening in the recent manga. Uh, but yeah, then, you I, know, haven't, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been really keeping up. Um, I don't know. Uh, you just, just tell me when it's good, then I'll, then I'll start reading. I'll, I'll recommend you read. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll read this week's episode, and then I'll recommend you read from uh, the latest five chapters going up or wherever. But mm, yeah, cool. it's, it's now being, it's now, it's now reaching like almost uh, the levels of. Uh, uh, Ford. What's that arc? Yeah, the Marine Ford, it's, it's almost speaking those well, kind of levels. Like, I, 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 hope you, I hope you're not overhyping me, man, because one thing I do dislike is when someone says, like, you know, it's, it no longer sucks, it's just as good as it was back in the day. <coughs> no, 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 no
But what is because this doesn't just feel like a generic act, which is like you know, you know, an act that's going to happen. But this feels like you know they're almost about to to reach somewhere. And like mm-hmm. you know, the stakes are now getting are getting higher and higher, which is which is kind of good. Like you know, team up between Big Mom and and Kaido. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll not be optimistic. Okay. The, the thing which, I, well, the thing which I liked about it is because you know, you know, One Piece for a long time they've just been focusing on other stories, but in in this chapter, they actually show that you know, uh, when Kaido and One Piece uh, and and Big Mom went forth, they're saying that they wanted to take over the world and you know, establish a, a new a new world government and stuff like that. You know, a pirate city and stuff like that. And even go after the one piece. I'm just like, you know, out of all the funny things, we hardly hear people talking about the one piece anymore. Just about these world weapons or these stuff like that. But then now they're just, you know, to mention that, you know, these guys are actually mentioning the one piece. But it's been a fan since people have actually talked about the one piece. The one piece hasn't been a, a vocal point about the whole thing, which strange to find out. I still don't even know what the one piece is. Like, I still have a feeling that the one piece is Luffy's ass. Yeah, uh, highly unlikely. Because if it, if it was, it, like Oda would be the biggest troll in the world. <laughs> no, it could be Luffy that. Like, it, I I just have a feeling that the one piece of Luffy all the time. All right, cool. So, anyways, uh, the, the the second option would be the one piece never existed. Mm. Okay, so let me put in my two cents. Okay, so. Uh, I guess for the state of Shonen Jump, or maybe I'll, let me think about it from a, I guess consumer level. <clears throat> like okay, so if there's a lot of, I guess competition, especially among titles in the magazine, I, I don't know if artist still gets pressure, but I think when Bleach and Naruto, especially Naruto, when it was still good, um, I don't know. I, um, this is just anecdotal and me making an assumption, but I have a feeling that probably uh, Oda, Oda was like uh, incited to, to at least make a good shit because he had like a rival. Someone was actually challenging him and taking a share of the market in terms of manga sales. So he had every incentive to stay on top and not get his ass kicked. I remember, I think... At one point, one uh, Naruto outsold One Piece back in the day. That was like before the. Is it the nine year streak? Was it the ten year streak? Because I know Demon Slayer broke the, the, the One Piece streak, but like way back, um, Naruto, and even I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Went, did so like I think when it was hype, but um, for the most part, uh, yeah, you no, know, uh, that era ended. And Naruto became meh. Bleach became dog shit and got cancelled. That wasn't like a proper ending. It got cancelled for those Bleach fans who are in denial. Yes, it got cancelled. Um, generally speaking, after all those competitors are gone, Odo was like, hey, I have no pressure. No one's challenging me. People continue reading my, my manga even if they sometimes you know, release me mediocre like, material. I'm pretty sure God inspired, but are uh, you? Why, why are you hating on Oda again? Like you know. Wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Let, me, let, me finish, let me finish my rant. And you probably got inspired by Yoshi. <laughs> she, you know the the Hunter Hunter guy. The uh, Hunter Hunter comes out. Volume sells like three million copies, even though it 
you know, comes out after two years or three years, and, and the art mostly looks like hogwash. Because I don't know, man, the the guys, the guy, the guys got back pains that, that impair his drawing abilities when he has so much time. Like you know, if you read old Yu Yu Hakusho art, so the manga, like read if you check out the like the Yu Yu Hakusho art. Uh, art like some some of the art okay it was it was inconsistent but if they did wanted to do something highly rendered they could do it if you wanted to do something detailed or with effort they could do it i mean there are some chapters even in the more modern hunter hunter that look well drawn but for for the most part they they, they look low effort and like i don't know i don't know what what this guy is suffering from i don't know if, if, if it's like really intense back pain cripples his fingers like he he draws like someone with the shake you know like literally like he, he tries to draw and he, he goes off balance and he needs someone to support him like maybe like you know you know how like you've got an old person who can't shit by themselves so they need an assist i'm pretty sure that's how he draws <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, dude, it's two uh, years and uh, it, uh, it takes two years do, and, do, and, do, and, do. and the art doesn't look it all fantastic. You're like, bro, you know, you've got all this time. This is the this is the end product. I mean, the berserk guy. I mean, uh, dude, berserk, he answer. makes an effort. It shows that this took a while to be made. But uh, man, so so I, I think this is what happened. The the, the, the older guy was like, you know, uh, I can just release my garbage shit and people just eat it up. I mean. I, 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 okay, so this is okay. okay. No, 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 let me get real instead of just ranting. So, I think uh, One Piece the appeal is like the, the pledge or the promise of the story. Like, that's pretty much why people are continue, continually like reading because you want to know about the world government, you want to know about all these <coughs> secrets, all these uh, or, or what is it called? Like, those um, getting the, the name of those things, but those like those weapons secret weapons uh, that are connected to the apocalypse uh, like all that stuff like it's interesting so it has a lot of things that keep you interested in knowing what's going to come next it's just the problem is that it's a chore to go through some of the chapters before you get to the interesting things as far as i'm concerned best chapter that i experienced apart from some of the chapters in the dressrosa arc in the entirety of modern One Piece was the the Rivery arc. Well, I think the I think it was it two chapters of the Rivery, where the where the world governments joined. Dude, those chapters were filled with oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like Marine Ford quality, like you know One Piece. Maybe I don't know. Maybe older teleported or time traveled, or maybe his old, younger self possessed his older self. And he started writing and drawing. <laughs> but, but after that, bro, we were back to Tuano. Tuano is inconsistent as hell. Like, I mean, yeah, the art direction and the color <laughs> is pretty cool. But most of it is a chore to read. Like, literally, like, dude, I'm, I'm not gonna, like, pretend anymore. Like, One Piece is not as good as it, good as it used to be. It is fucking chore to read. It's, it's hard. It's... It's painful. It's it's not good. Uh, One Piece is not fun to read. I'd rather read One Punch Man or even My Hero Academia. I mean, My Hero Academia, as far as I'm concerned, like art-wise, is more engaging. Like there are a lot of 
like compositional techniques and principles and design like principles that are being applied that make reading it much more enjoyable i will for one say that one piece has a much more interesting story than my year academia because like there's a lot that it's promising and if you've been reading it for a while or if you've like read through all the 900 and whatever chapters you have like an emotional investment you want to know more you have you know an attachment to some of these characters even though like order makes it like he's punishing you he's punishing you for being invested it gives you like dog shit chapters you just eat it up and he has no competition okay so I, I went off tangent but the whole point is that because of all these other titles ending order has no competition and because he has no competition, he has no incentive to improve. So <laughs> One Piece is, is not going to be good for a while. Ah, dude. <laughs> is that what you said? Ah, you need a manga uh, to, to make order like like lose his shit and feel like, hey, bro, you know, if, if I don't, if I don't work hard, someone's going to take over. Someone's gonna kick my ass and dethrone me, and you know it, a woman dethroned him. But you know, you know she ended her manga, so that's it. This, who do you think? I'll be honest. I don't think my academia is gonna dethrone my ass. No, it's not. So then, Hanka, what do you call it? Uh, he said that that's going to be the but, new one. Uh, that's that's someone making a statement. Doesn't mean it will happen. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I, I went off tangent and decided to rant. I know I, I've got all these, you know, emotions, man. I just, I just need to get them out. If I don't, I'll, I'll harm myself. <laughs> uh, which is funny because now, now you're reverting back to your old ways. Used to be, used to, used to be like a guy okay, used to hate on order, and you suck his dick. Now, now you're hating on them again. No, no, I'm like being honest. Like the the the, the chapters of One Piece that I did enjoy, I really did enjoy. Like I, I like I said, I mentioned the review was pretty good, but for the most part, <coughs> it's not consi- It's not like for Demon Slayer, the stakes. Like the reason why it was really good is because, like, um, yeah. First of all, like whenever like the the Demon Slayers, the the first soldiers would have a battle. If the, the demon was hard to defeat, you know, they'll struggle, come back with injuries, and they'll go to the infirmary. And how long would they be in the infirmary? Like a month or two, bro. <laughs> how real it is. <laughs> Need a month or two to recover. Before you can put, like, then they go through physiotherapy. I mean, of course, when you breeze through those chapters, they make it seem like, you know, it's nothing. But, you know, those guys were decommissioned for a month or two. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, sorry, I went off on a tangent, but yeah, you were talking uh, about these titles that are ending so quickly. Uh, uh, I think, yeah, I think for much I'm noticing those are the ones. Uh, then there's uh, Kaizo, what's the Kaizo in Ken? Kaizo, I'm forgetting the name. The one that's exactly the, the one about the, 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 the ghost hunting and stuff like that. That one is actually quite good. Like, you know, uh, people are sleeping on that, but then that, that looks like a very different thing. Yeah, there's, isn't there like that new one, Jujutsu Kaisen? 
Yeah, that one, that one. The, the one that's, that's apparently kind of like similar to Bleach, but I, I don't think the art, like in all departments, background or even character, like even competes with. And I'm, I'm going to praise Kubo like just once, but at least the character art and the character designs had, had like an appeal. <coughs> Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, like I, I would have to read a little bit more of it, but I um so far I'm like eh, I guess it's it's okay. You guys are just sleeping on it, but then it's it's a, it's a good one. Like you, you, when it's when it's popular and and then it's popping, you guys should should know you should come back and say that oh the prophet was correct. Well, the enemy prophet, the man with his cult. <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 that's that's my that's my thing now. I, 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 I think the future of anime. I guess. Mm. That's, that's, that's my thing now. Yeah, DJ and 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 I'm a prophet, doing a podcast. Two guys, a DJ and a prophet, talking about anime and weird stuff. Yeah. And not getting laid or getting laid. Who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I think I, I think yeah, that's all I wanted to say about the the, the thing. What's going and jump? Like yeah. you know that title, the ending, and now they're doing this international shonen and jump. Company. I mean, like all the manga contests. Any? Yeah. Yeah. The I, guys just have what to take. Because uh, one of the judges said that, or oh, 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 the problem with shonen, the people that are submitting stuff for shonen jump. Say that most of the stuff that that I'm looking at is a cat, and oh. you know, it's a wait, 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 wait. Before you go go any further, <clears throat> let's have like a context so that people are listening will, will get what you're talking about. So basically, uh, for, oh, they will listen. Our audience in the point of idiots. No, no, come on, dude. Don't, don't, don't be a douche. <laughs> Okay, okay, cool. So basically, uh, what uh, my co-host Nyasha, the anime prophet, is talking about. Um, okay, so lately, uh, mo- most of these manga companies have been hosting international manga contests. <coughs> so there's the silent manga contest. We've got Shonen Sunday manga contest. We got um, like a lot from these magazines, and even like the Japanese embassy has like annual manga contests that anyone from you know any of the countries can enter. Like you kind of have to submit via the Japanese embassy. I don't know if you can do that right now because of the coronavirus. I don't know. Maybe might you can email, but I don't think they'll allow you in the building because you know just they'll be concerned. Yeah, they'll probably decontaminate you and go through the entire process. But anyways, so if you're a guy, a non-Japanese person, a foreigner, you can sub like draw like something. Sometimes they'll give you a theme, like 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 some uh, selling manga contest, or sometimes they'll just say come up with your own story. Make sure it's kind of like a shonen. If you're submitting it to like shonen Sunday or shonen jump. And yeah, you work on your manga project, you send it, it gets judged, you win some money. And uh, depending on where you live, like uh, like the prize polls are like usually like 100,000 to 1 million 
yen. And yeah, depending on where you live on this uh, earth, that can be life-changing money. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if you live in, in Zimbabwe, like us. Yeah, that, that, that money <laughs> can, can, can move, can move things, can make things happen. Uh, but uh, apart from monetary <laughs> incentives from these contests, like you have a chance of uh, becoming a manga artist or, you know, uh, you know, it's either you could win and they, because one thing I know, at least from what I've learned from Bakuman, you know, also what I've learned from reading like uh, manga biographies is that just because you won a contest doesn't mean that you immediately get serialized. You will kind of have to go through, I guess, a pre-production development phase where you interact with an editor. So you come up with a, a concept and you refine it until it is, um, is publication worthy. Because once it's publication worthy, <coughs> then the magazine will start serializing it. And uh, you can survive the, I guess, I remember like, Back in the day, there was a grace period. Like if within the three or the, the like three or four chapters of you publishing your manga, if it doesn't like appeal to anyone, if it doesn't really reach like an audience, they would cancel it. So not to sound oh, yeah. like a, like a, I guess a cynical or a real person, but I'm just trying to say that just because you want a contest doesn't mean it's the end. You still need to go through other barriers to entry so that you can then start serializing. And that's mostly like talking about like what's already known about like Japanese artists and how they have to fight through the fear of being cancelled. Like most people who say things that they're not supposed to say and yet get cancelled on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but um, well, like you know people are not Japanese have the opportunity to enter this and uh, from what I've noticed at least it's like I've tried you know I suck so never want shit but uh, from what I've noticed is that uh, uh, like the peeps from Brazil I think Brazil yeah the Brazilian notice no Brazil like I've ever checked out like in some like if you check out concept art like Interviews like Brazilian artists who work in the film industry or EDC, or even someone like Rafael Grassetti, yeah. or he's more like a 3D modeler. But um, yeah, the anime like fad or hit like Brazil really hard, and they were really into it. They went crazy, manga and stuff. So, apart from like the fad, generally, like in terms of technical level and skill, yeah, Brazilian artists very good like most manga contests like they show up and they deliver well at least from what I've noticed but other than that uh, yeah no I think I'm now losing my train of thought I was just explaining that yeah the the international manga contest that people who are not Japanese can enter and if you're good enough you can get you know selected and you could be a mangaka uh I don't know if you and know. become overworked and become yeah. overworked and and enjoy isekai manga uh, anime that comes out weekly so yeah. you know it's escapism mm. so okay you were saying and we, what, what, uh, yeah uh, uh, oh, isekai manga entries no, oh yeah I was saying 
it's okay. Most of them are MMA. So I jump back to be looking for that because you know the MMA industry is oversaturated with them. And the fact that you know many, many, or if you want to do anything, it's okay. Go to the other company that does light novels and stuff like that. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, Kadokawa. Uh, it's called Kadokawa. Yeah, Kadokawa. That 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 Kadokawa. Yeah. That's the one mm-hmm. that's uh, for fantasy, light novels, isekais, and stuff like that. So you know, it's really well uh, segregated. Mm, okay. Or segmented or okay. So the issue there. So, so, yeah. So, there have been so, like, well, submissions so, have been isekai. They've been generic. That's what they look for. Those guys. Oh, they're looking for that new spice. They're looking for that. That one piece, that demon slayer, that 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 thing that would that 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 would that would just people's dick off. Hmm. The what? <laughs> Wait, you just said something inappropriate. <laughs> I want you to say that again, but slower. Oh, I'm saying they're looking for something that would jack people's dicks off. It eject people's dicks off. No, jerk people. Dick stuff, like no, it's not like you said like, eject. You, know, well, you, you, want, you want people to lose their genitals? Like it's so good that they lose their genitals. <laughs> no, uh, he their dick off, like, you know, what, what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> I said jerk their dicks so not eject. You've got bad ears. Anyways, yeah, For probably like uh, or, or make or make or make or make fannies with. Ah, okay. No, we don't discriminate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on. Okay, so all right. Yeah, okay, so yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I have read <coughs> some of the comments on these manga uh, contests. I mean, like I'll, I'll only honestly admit that in terms of technical skill, I'm not good enough to win any contest at the moment. I probably need like two more, two or three more years before I can even enter because right now. I'm, you know, as these contests get more popular, people at high level will show up and they'll try to compete and, you know, and win. And when they win, you know, they win and, you know, they deserve it because they put in the time to, to get good. But there are yeah, yeah. contests that I have checked out where people submit and no one wins anything. Or maybe the lowest, like, entry prize is the one that gets money. But like the uh-huh. best prize isn't awarded to anyone so I found it kind of interesting because uh, I'm guessing well, they want to get the best of the best yeah they just want to get any random because like it became really clear to me that uh, for some people entering the contest probably they, they see that hey if you win 100,000 or 1 million yen you know, they, they could solve their problems. Maybe they're in debt. They just need to get this money and they'll be good. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I'm guessing those will enter because they want to make something that's good or something that will transcend the contest. I think those will really win. Like, granted, they have the technical skill and they actually are telling a, a really good story because, um, I'm pretty sure, like, after a while, like, even. Though we might be art Nazis and we like the Ralph McQuarries or the, the Craig Mullins or any of those uh, dudes who are really good at art and illustration, or the the Jim Lees, or we could talk about some of the scene artists in manga. 
like the the Tsugumi uh etc or takeshi nyo vagabond guy or, or even uh katsuya ottoman I'm, i'm just name dropping you know, just for, for fun's sake but after all the, the story just needs to resonate you know i mean uh what's it called the attack on titan guy like when he made his manga sub- submission shonen jump his art wasn't that hot it was actually pretty bad and he even said that his art was the worst out of all the manga that was submitted shonen jump which is you know it's pretty harsh when the magazine tells you that even though your story was appealing and people were for it like your art was the worst of all the submissions it was dog shit Illogy told you it was bad but for some reason because the story was appealing you made it so after a while because like i have a feeling that after a while especially with the access to online resources especially if if you're because like if you're an artist or if you're an obsessive eventually you will overcome the, the mediocrity curve and you start drawing well uh, so what would differentiate you from other people you can also draw well because like <clears throat> now the i guess the standard of what's considered acceptable or what's considered average art is now high how do you then stand out like you everyone can draw well like well, how do you stand out so yeah i guess uh, i wasn't surprised i think i'm forgetting the which magazine was uh but oh, it was a contest that was posted on medibank uh for those who don't know medibank is like social media for, for art or like posting like it's like you know posting comics illustration but mostly manga centric and they often have like uh announcements and posts for manga contests etc and illustration contests from big companies from japan so maybe there could be a demon slayer draw poster contest and like a lot of people in etc they they submit some win some don't but at least from what i've noticed like from the submissions is that uh generally these organizations are looking for forward to having the next big thing so they're not just putting these contests for you to just win and maybe cover your bills for the next six months it's, that's not the goal they want you to make something that's so good the next one piece of the or attack on titan so when you enter these contests i don't know i think you should be just thinking about destroying like one piece or or demons lay or attack on titan like you should think that you know when these guys are gone can i become the next flagship title for this magazine so i'm just sitting off thinking that, uh, i don't know Anyways, i shouldn't be saying that i'm not even that good so why should people listen to my advice but i'm just saying yeah when you do enter this content mm-hmm. you take them seriously because they really want you to you know to be striving for that anyways uh yeah um is there anything else you want to talk about concerning the, the- uh, I, th- I, th- I, th- i think i'm good for today like i just i just needed to to to, to talk about those few things and uh how how we're looking for the next big thing so if you are ballsy enough for having the big story you could actually get the next demon slayer but then like what uh the dj dj said you know you need uh you know good art and good storyline and just don't join for the sake of doing you need you know focus and you have to be ready for 
in the in the chance that you do and you have to be ready for for the kind that comes with it you know producing 300 you know producing weekly chapters and only resting for like two two or three weeks is, you know no joke so yeah that yeah kind of uh, uh, unless like, unless if you're like, unless if you're hero mashima oh you're these are big dogs I'm talking about the small fright like, yeah I know but, it's, but Hiro Mashima like, he did, like wasn't he drawing like two two mangas at the same time clocking 64 pages a week <coughs> drugs that's all I can say drugs what you think it was drugs mind you these are 64 pages that are that are well drawn by the way like it's not like he's half assing it's like you know um, yeah, so that's the reason because I will admit even though I'm not much of a fan of fairy tale like I think fairy tale is like a, you know so okay One Piece's art style is like a legacy machine that's lost in the 90s and like uh, Hiromashima's art style is like an improvement upon the One Piece art style so it's like you know imagine you have like the latest alien where or, or, or a MacBook, like it's polished. Like the character, the, the female characters are, are like way more attractive. Like literally, if you had to put a One Piece female character next to a fairy tale female character, like literally, you would forget about the One Piece character. You you would think she was a mannequin, and mm-hmm. your fairy tale character was a real human being you'd actually want to smack. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like like you know, my Shima can draw. You can draw like like the gestures, like characters are vibrant, and I can't say much for the story, but in terms of the way he draws, <laughs> you get excited. Like I'm not just talking about like the weird, but generally like even the movement, the way their stances, their poses, like yeah, there's life in, in his art. You still there, buddy? Yeah, I'm still there. Sorry, All I, right, I was cool, zoning cool. out. Oh, he's, oh, it's like, oh, this guy's talking about Fatal uh, Abra, Jack. Let me zone out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so apart from I'm this... Not, uh, not bad, yeah, so yeah. Uh, this, uh, no. this weep shit, like, what else have you been checking out? Like, you know, what's been interesting you lately? Oh, apart from this weep shit, huh? Well, I am a weep. But I do a weep later. Did I offend you? Prof? Yes, you offended. You offended the, the you shall incur the, the wrath of the weed, the weed, the, the weed god. You, you seem to be stammering, prophet. Did, did I did I really? <laughs> <laughs> was it was it that bad that now you're stammering? <laughs> what is that, prophet? What are you saying? Screw you, man. Okay, no, I was just asking. Like, is there anything else you've been checking out? Like, no. Like, what did you think of the Xbox conference? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? Well, very. I, I, I did, in fact. Like, uh, the Xbox conference was good. So I never, I, I never saw the full thing. Uh, I don't know what else to think. When I, I think my brother saw the thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, he, I think I, he was I'm watching. Re- I'm not really a console guy. Yeah. I, I I'm sh- not really a console guy. She wanted I, to ask I'm you something. So, yeah. Okay, so back in the day, your people called Kudzai Xbox. Why? Why are you asking me these weird questions? Like, how am I supposed to know? Go ask Xbox himself. 
maybe you can be a guest on this thing asking me all these questions DJ, no, no, DJ, I, I am disappointed that you, like I am wait, disappointed you you live with this human being you live with this human being like I just want to he's
he's like uh he works like at a i think at an airport and he's got like a, a wife and uh three kids and it's i think it's in the during the 70s late like early 70s oh yeah i i late mm-hmm. well, i think late 60s or early 70s and you get to see you know like how life was like that like then and you know a bit of steps like uh humor and you know a lot of things go on um the frank character has a temper he shouts a lot friendly he has like uh oh, yes you, you kind of expect less from bill burr yeah yeah oh bill burr is the, the actual the voice uh, actor for uh frank murphy and yeah he does a really good job uh, actually i've never really told a lot of people but like bill burr is like my favorite white comedian like I think is one of the funniest white people out there. And and I don't think a lot of white people are funny. <laughs> you you raise the piece of shit, man. I, I, I'm not being well, what kind of man are you, man? No, I'm just saying, bro, like black people are really funny than you, people. You, you cuz you're black yourself. And DJ DJ that, that, that's a new low for you man how can you be that racist man no I'm not being racist I'm just saying you did did bro like some some of this white humor I can't relate to it like it's ish uh huh except for maybe George like apart from Bill bro I would say the late George Carlin he was really funny uh but anyways um what, what about Roy Atkinson huh why are you forgetting Roy Atkinson I'm like he's, he's more like a body comedian. I'm talking about someone who cracks jokes, not not like someone who makes them. He does crack jokes. What? He does crack jokes. He said they have live shows. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll check out his stand-up comedy. Like just the case that nigga brain cannot comprehend some of these jokes. <laughs> no, it's, dude. Dude, you both know that we understand pretty. English is, is, is British based, dude. This is not like American based, so we can understand British humor. Anyways, uh, moving forward, like, uh, oh, so F is for Family is a really good show. Uh, I think the characters, like, what I've noticed, like, most of these animated adult comedies is that the characters, like, for the most time, most, for the most part, they're caricatures. They're not like real people, they don't behave like real people. Like sometimes they will have aspects of real people, like Rick and Morty. Like there, there are um, the points where you know there's a bit of heart, and you know, apart from the the cynical and uh, <coughs> nihilistic stuff that happens in Rick and Morty, you do have you know, aspects where people behave like real people. Their emotions, they, you know, they feel etc. You can kind of relate, but with uh, F is for family, you know they are like real people like so you go through the shenanigans but you know you can kind of understand what's going on like uh frank like you know he has his temper he has his issues that stem from the relationship he had with his father he's trying to you know survive be a good father and, and do a lot of things I, i won't delve too much into it but i think it's a uh, one of the best shows that i that i encountered recently and i would recommend people to watch it you know It's, it's worth your time. So it's on Netflix. Uh, it has four seasons, and season four came out this year. And uh, season four is really good. It ended on a really, yes, I, I wouldn't say sad, but you no, know, kind of like 
or dour uh, cliffhanger. But yeah, I think that was like one of the highlights of uh, you know things I've been experiencing. Um, then uh, also, yeah, uh, the coronavirus has devastated the film industry. A lot of movies that that thought they were going to be coming out are not going to come out. Um, Tenet, uh, like uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet is not going to come out. Like most likely, it's going to come out next year. I know he the dude was pushing for it to come out in August, but as far as I'm concerned, with its 225 million budget and with the coronavirus, uh, you know, literally deterring people from sitting in the cinema, I don't think that movie will make its money back if it decides to release right now. It will flop. <laughs> It'll definitely flop. To, like, go to movie houses to incubate and, and go back to their homes and infect their families and, and, and die. I, you know, I love movies, but no, no movies worth you know, spreading the virus and dying. So, yeah, next year. Like, let's, yeah, 2020 is cancelled. Nothing, no no movies are being released in the theater. Like, I don't, I don't even think, uh, Black Widow is not going to come out this year. Dune is not going to come out this year. I, I do not think it's going to happen. I doubt. I seriously doubt it. So I think for the most part, uh, streaming is going to be dominating and yeah, TV series are going to be in demand and, and animation. But for, for the most part, I'll, I'll just say movies are fucked. Oh yeah, movies are the other thing. They're also forgetting porn. Porn is going down the line. Oh yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly only fans and, and people. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I I doubt you know because people don't have, people don't have the money to be throwing at only fans like you know they just watch the free shit over and over again. I mean, do you'd be surprised because like um, with the only fans, okay, okay, I know it's gonna get crazy, but you know, with with the simp society rising, like in the world, you know, the simp society thrives from the only fans community or or like you know the business model. So basically, uh, yeah. with the only fans, like, you know, the dude goes like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you $10 or $20. Can you, can you squeeze your tits? Yes, I'll do it. And she's like, <laughs> oh, you listen to me. Okay. Um, okay, can, if I pay $100, will you, will you, will you touch your butt? Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, she did. It's like, oh my God, man. Have some self respect, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Uh, why you this guy? No, I'm just saying, man. That the same society exists. So, if you think people like, like, like I said, like there will always be something that's free, but people will choose to pay. Just, that's just, just the world we live in. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. This, no, this podcast is off. I'm not going to cut it from yet. This is the end. It's something like you're depressing, right? Now, thank yeah. you everyone for listening in and to cut out most of this bullshit that, that happened to us because <laughs> that's coming, coming to ridiculous. Oh, oh wait, uh, you, you, you want us to cover the stuff up with the cam go? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it after. Just, just cut the feed, cut the feed. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Alright, cool. Oh, okay, alright. Um Okay, cool. So I guess we can call it a night, right? Alright, cool. So you you did the intro, uh or oh, I guess I'll do the outro. So oh, thank you everybody for listening to the Bandang Gundu co- like podcast. Uh yeah. Um well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the previous uh recordings that we did. Uh, I remember a lot of people were excited or at least giving a lot of positive feedback concerning the interview that we did of uh, T.S. Zombie and uh, how he went from being a chef uh, to um, almost being Vilma uh, Suku's intern to being, you know, sharing, being a panelist with uh, Bill. So uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. But anyways, uh, thank you all for listening uh, to the podcast. And yeah, hope you guys are keeping well. No one is doing anything crazy and you are surviving the coronavirus. So yeah, that's it for me and uh, that's it for Nyasha.